It's a car prank, honey. Me and my friends play car pranks. Hey, I'm Sam, a music producer from Philly. West Philadelphia, born and I've been making music since like 2005 with little to no sign of making it big with my beats. But I never gave up. In 2021, I had a song go viral, move. I quit my job and my life changed forever. So what did I do? I decided to make a podcast about movies. Crazy, right? What do I know about movies? A lot. Probably more than you. Not you, though, Quinn. This is Low Lives with Wi-Fi. Today's episode, The Righteous Gemstones. Hey, what up, y'all? It's me again, Sam Lance. Back with another episode of the Low Lives with Wi-Fi podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about um, The Righteous Gemstones. It's a HBO Max show I discovered, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago. I had uh, I binged, I think it's three seasons now, something like that. Um, it's a really good show. It really deals with like uh, religion and finance. It follows like the story of this family called the Gemstones. Um, their father is like the a pastor. He started a church or whatever, and it becomes like a mega church. And the story pretty much follows his family. It's dope as fuck. I never really seen a show like that deals with these uh, these issues in like uh, a comedic way. Like the shit funny as fuck. Danny McBride um, stars, Jody Hill directs. It's just, you know, you know what you're going to get from Danny McBride and Jody Hill, you know what I'm saying, on HBO show. It's going to be, like, kind of irreverent and shit. So I really fuck with it. Um, I can't say enough good things about it. The cinematography is on point on that joint. Like, I really like, uh, especially, like, the nighttime scenes. It might be just be like HBO style or something like that that I really dig, but yeah, I dig the uh, you know, I, I dig it. I dig I dig the look of it. It's really cool. Um, Danny McBride, he plays he's like the main character, I guess. He plays uh, <clears throat> like the, the son of a pastor, uh, John Goodman, and it's like a bunch of antics and shit. It shows a lot of uh, how corrupt churches could be and things like that. Um, yeah, and it, it just dives a lot into like God and uh, uh, the use of God and how you can like, you know, mass manipulate an audience. That's really what I'll be taking from it. Um, and like the fact, like I was thinking like how pastors use church to make money and I'm saying they're using your faith to get money from you it could be like a a very beautiful thing and it could also be a very uh twisted and evil thing which I think this show kind of highlights um and in my opinion it's it's pretty much what you what you what you take from it and I mean church is basically like a rap concert like if you think about it it's a lot of music you know what I mean? You got a, a main performer that comes out, spits some bars for you. You know what I mean? He gonna bring all these emotions out of you. 
And basically, it's like a, a yeah, it's like a concert that you go for free, and you can you know, uh, you can opt in and pay. But they get you with the tithes and like ten offerings. You know what I mean? It, it's crazy how they got it set up. It's really you know what I mean? It's set up to make money. You know what I mean? It's a place that's set up to make money tax free. And that's all because your relationship with God is like. It's, it's very, very personal. You know, if you pray to whoever you pray to, you really, what you're doing is you're really in a room by yourself and you're using like uh, existential being, something that's outside of yourself. But all you're doing is just asking yourself to make yourself better. Like, God, you know, bring finances into my life. God, make me a stronger person. Make me a better father. God, you know what I'm saying? You're asking God, but you're really telling yourself to do these things. <clears throat> and it's up to you as an individual to, you know, to make these changes in your life. You know what I'm saying? There's no external being that's going to make your life better and bring a bunch of things into your life. Only thing, person that's going to bring good into your life is you. You know what I mean? Only person that's going to bring bad into your life is you. So there is no God and there is no devil in a sense of, you know, an existential sense where it's outside of you. God and the devil are the same energy. They are the same energy. You know what I'm saying? It's just really what you decide to do with that energy. If you're going to use it for good, if you're going to channel it and use it for bad, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you can inspire people. Or you can instill fear in them. And both, are, you know, if your goal is to make a pyramid, you can inspire fear in the people and get them to build it. Or you can inspire hope and get them to build it. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on how you, how you want to um, play it. You can play on somebody's emotions. You can play on somebody's desires and get them to do what you want them to do, that would be considered devilish. Or you could play on somebody's uh, hopes and dreams and, and you know, uh, provide a way, and that would be considered good, that would be considered God. I don't know, man. I might be overthinking, but then I look at the words, God, G-O-D. If you spell it backwards, it's dog. You know what I'm saying? That's obedience. If you spell devil, backwards is lived so yeah if you take the O if you put an extra O in God you get good if you take the D out of devil you get evil so if you add a word add a, add a letter to to God you get good if you take away a letter from the devil, you get evil. You know what I'm saying? So it's all wordplay and phonetic and linguistics in that sense, I guess. But yeah. The Righteous Gemstones is a funny ass show, man. I just, <laughs> it gets me thinking. I love shit that like gets me thinking, laughing, and just like contemplating the nature of things, like it really, it really give you a different perspective. It really got, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, they, they be on some gangster shit in that, you know, like it's guns and 
murder and all this shit. Um, Cause you really think about it's an industry based on money. So when there's money involved, there's gonna be some real devilish shit going on. Like, you know what I mean? It was a, there's a plot line in there where, uh, you know, the pastors and the deacons and all, they after service and shit, they out there getting coked up, you know, fucking hookers and shit like that. And they get blackmailed. And you know what I'm saying? When the reality of what you do doesn't match up with what you say, you know what I mean? You, you, somebody else can make money off of you. You know what I'm saying? So they get blackmailed and you know, it's a whole, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a TV show. So, you know, that, that's what keeps you in, uh, invested in the story, I guess. Uh, but yeah, just, I like that show because it's deeper than what you just viewing, you know what I mean? Um, The cast is really good. Danny McBride, uh, we talked about him earlier. He's always funny as shit. I loved him since like Pineapple Express. Um, just real, uh, I don't even call him underrated. He's just rated. He's just dope as fuck, man. Uh, yeah, he's a fucking genius. Um, Edie Patterson from uh, Dewey Cox, Walk Hard. She's funny as shit. She is a gem, no pun intended. Um, just everything she says is fucking funny. It's her delivery, you know what I mean? She's fucking hilarious. Uh, John Devine, that, yo, he's in so many fucking movies and TV shows, but I cannot, like, ever place him. He's always there, though, like, you know what I'm saying? He's funny as shit in it, too. And then um, John Goodman. He's really good in it. And then Walton Groggins from uh, Django. He was in Django, and I think he was in Hateful Eight, so. Yeah, he was in Hateful Eight, too. Uh, I think he had a bigger role in Hateful Eight, actually, than he had in, was he in Django? No, he was in Django, he was in Django. He's funny as fuck. Yeah, that guy's funny as shit. Um, yeah, end of sentence. He's so fucking good in that John. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of it's like it's like uh, I like how they show the competition between the churches and stuff like that, um, and how it can get kind of kind of kind of sinister. Season one is probably like the best um, uh, out of the three seasons they have. I think I don't know if it got canceled or not. I'm not sure because I think it was they started season three, but I don't see it on HBO Max no more. I think I, it was like three or four episodes or something like that. I have to uh, log back in and check. check. But I uh, definitely binged on season one and season two and really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, it just makes me think a lot about the nature of like religion in America uh, particularly. Like it, it can be used as a device to control people, but mainly it's... it's for money, you know what I'm saying? Um, in 2022, churches exist to make money. And the bigger your congregation, the more money you make. And they don't have to pay taxes on their money because it's a, like, or it's protected, it's a religious organization. So that is like the ultimate lick. You get limitless money tax-free because 
why why is fucking why don't they get text i guess it's because they're gifts i guess you don't have to text a gift i don't i don't get it i gotta look into that shit maybe i should start a church i wonder what you gotta do to like start a church 2040 i'm starting a church y'all i think i'm a dude <laughs> it just seems like a really good way to make money like let's break it down well how does a church make money so if i'm a i'm on the street and i go into a church it's free to get in you sit down um nice music everybody dressed nice and shit uh oh so yeah they have they have like a service i guess and then throughout the service they decide they get what is it offering plates they give offering plates so i guess it's like a round of offering in the name of keeping the church up yo that shit is a fucking scam yo we need to keep these lights on y'all y'all want to come back next week y'all having fun ain't y'all we need to keep these lights on Pass that plate around, guys. Pass that plate around, man. Don't be stingy. Don't be stingy either. You know, pastor need a new car. I mean, uh, the, 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 the church need a new something. <laughs> yeah, so they get that, you know, around for the, I guess it's around for the bills. It's another round of offering. So, you know, the pastor can pay rent and shit. And, you know, the church pays for the pastor's home. So those offerings go towards that. Those offerings go towards uh, events and things like that. And then the tithes. So then that's the scam, 10%. You belong to this church, 10% of your fucking income goes to us. So if you think about it in America, if you go to church, you getting taxed by Uncle Sam, you getting taxed by the church. So Uncle Sam gonna take like 30%. Fucking guy gonna take another ten percent. That's forty percent of your fucking uh your income right there. That's forty percent out the fucking window. I guess God gonna give you the money back. I never, you know. I can't say I just never got money for no reason though. So you know I don't tithe, and I, I yeah I don't tithe. I don't go to church, and you know money comes. In abundance at times it gets it gets tight but then you know i get right i look into myself and then, you know the money comes um yeah i might start a church thanks danny mcbride you inspire me so you know the righteous gemstones is a really good show uh you should check it out it's on hbo max Go ahead, binge that thing, and uh, start a discussion of your own. This is Sam Lance with the Low Lives Wi-Fi podcast, and uh, I'll see you next week.